Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Praise God forevermore. We give God praise for the last day of this conference. Go for us, conference 2021. To God alone be all the praise and glory. We celebrate God. The Bible speaking, Jesus said, said, on the last day, the great day of the feast, he said, Come, come, all ye who are hungry and who are thirsty. The last day of the feast is always a great day of the feast. And we thank God for the privilege to be on this day, the last day of the, of the feast. God has been so wonderful to us in this conference this year. This year, this conference has been so um, great and so um, filled with revelation and an insight from the Lord. Amen to Jesus. Amen. The Lord has been pointing and pressing on one area um, in this year's conference. And I believe that um, it's very important because um, when God keeps pressing on one area, um, it means that um, that's what's needed for us to go forward in our work with Him. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Once again, I want to welcome everyone joining us. Remember, you're joining us from good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you. I want to say the good Lord bless you, praise God forevermore, and we are to Jesus. This is Go Forward Conference, the final day of the conference, and um, we appreciate God for His goodness and His blessings to us. Let's lift up our voices and appreciate the Lord. Indeed, He deserves all our appreciation, all our thanksgiving. Let's bless the name of the Lord. Let's glorify Him. Let's magnify Him. We celebrate Jesus. We thank you. Jesus, we appreciate you. Blessed be your name forever. Blessed be your name forever. Jehovah, we praise you. Jehovah, we are Lord. We give you praise and glory. We give you honor and thanksgiving. Blessed be your name forevermore. Blessed be your name forevermore. Be thou exalted. Be thou glorified. Be thou lifted up, Lord Jesus. We bless. Ayaloria Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, thank you, Lord. We'll say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you have done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Give you praise and glory. 
We give you honor and thanksgiving. Thank you for all you have done. Thank you for helping us. When we began, we never knew we'd get to this point. We never knew how we get to this point. But yes, you have done it. And Jesus, we praise you. We adore you, we glorify you, we magnify you. To you be all the glory and praise forever and ever. We celebrate your Lordship, we celebrate your supremacy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Upper Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For the privilege of revelation. For the privilege of insight. For the privilege of direction and directives. We give you praise and glory. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Is your meeting, Holy Spirit, take charge of this building. Glorify Jesus. Then the flesh glory is up today. We celebrate you, Holy Spirit. We magnify you that dear Abba Father. We extol you, Jesus. Take all the glory today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Once again, I want to say um, thank God for this uh, blessing and this privilege. Thank God for the opportunity to share God's word and to fellowship with uh, God's people in this conference this year. We appreciate God. I want to appreciate everyone who has joined, everyone who has listened, everyone who has been blessed by this meeting. Thank you for investing your time. Thank you for investing your resources into receiving God's word in this season. Amen. I won't make you know by the Holy Spirit that your investment will never be in vain. Amen. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Uh, by the grace of God, we receive good news from one of our the 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 the, the, the podcasts. Uh, Channel, um, channels we use Spotify and I'm told that we are doing best in our, uh, our online radio. Spotify made us understand that we have in the course of this year alone, uh, we've had 174 episodes. Our average four nations of the earth to Jesus alone be all the glory and praise. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now we got from our, our Apple podcast that in the nation of Cyprus we are doing very well when it comes to the category of Christian. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Oh God. God has been doing us great on Anchor. It's been also great also. Praise God forevermore. So we celebrate God. I want to appreciate every of our listeners. Thank you for listening. Not everybody will do that. You know, Spotify made us understand that 50, 57% of our listeners listen to us within the hours of 5 p.m. and 11 p.m. every day. So they use these teachings to wind up their day. God bless you. Thank you for listening to God's word. Thank you for investing your, your, your time, your resources into God's word. And I make you understand by the help that your investment will yield massive results Amen. and returns. Amen to Jesus. Amen. All right, finally, we are concluding this conference this year. I want to say God bless you to every of the uh, teachers who taught this year. The good Lord bless you. God bless you. Uh, Pastor Funke, God bless you. Pastor uh, Julie, thank you for um, sharing the body. Um, this year, amen to Jesus. Amen. And the grace of God, the body was not heavy on me this year. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. amen. And I believe we are all blessed. Alright, so we're going to today's meeting. Today's meeting um, is um, we are continuing um, turn northward. Turn northward. We've been able to look at um, 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 some aspect of this verse of scripture, analyzing this verse of scripture. For the way he has not done. So today we are looking at turn not towards the third part. It's the third part of turn not towards and actually the final part of it. Praise God forevermore. And today we are turn not towards part three. It's going to be having some title of our empire, which I give called uh, location. Amen. We with the first one we did direct directive and direction. The second part we did focus. Amen. And this third part is what location. Praise God forevermore. I believe that this one is going to be very helpful for us. When we talk about location, most of the time we think about physical location. Praise God forevermore. But location is beyond physical location. Having together, we're going to be studying as we go. Amen to Jesus. Anchor scripture remains Deuteronomy chapter two verse three. 
It says you have compassed this mountain long enough, turn you northward. We looked at the word compass and we understood that the compass had to do with a cyclical movement and a revolve. Amen to Jesus. And they had done that for a period of time. So that was a season of delay. Amen. And it was it was it had to do with uh, moving but not achieving. Praise God forevermore. Uh, praise Amen. So we dealt with compass. We dealt with long enough. Amen. And now we have we have been dealing on not for praise God forevermore. All right. In our previous lesson, we understood that tiredness, which came as a result of lack of directives, that direction and focus, was the reason why the Israelites cycled and revolved on set. Amen to Jesus. So we understood that it was tiredness that made them do that. And the tiredness was as a result of lack of directive and lack of direction. We understood that directives give direction. Are we together? And direction helps us get a focus. Amen to Jesus. These are very important things in our work with God. We need directives. Um, today we're listening to God's again, and they began to talk about directive, directive. As a child of God, you can we cannot overemphasize directives. One of the things we keep asking is Lord leaders, director. You see, do you know why? When God is leading me and I'm facing challenges, I am sure to back up. I get what I'm saying. But when I'm leading myself, <laughs> even if challenges don't come, I'm a loser. I've lost. I get what I'm saying. And if challenging challenges comes when I'm leading myself, I am not sure to overcome them. Praise God forevermore. Number two, when God is leading us, when you are being directed by God, in the eyes of men, even if you are failing, in God's eyes you are succeeding. And success by God is not judged the way men judge. I even I'm saying God told somebody say, I do not men judge from the outward, but I do not judge from the outward. So if I don't judge the way men judge. When he saw Adam and he saw the muscles and saw the gates and saw the height and saw everything, he said, see another soul. Amen to Jesus. And God said, hey, since you are having a picture issue, you are put soul in your mind so much that anywhere you go, you keep looking for himself. Now, for the first time, your prophetic ministry, you want to make a mistake. Hey, stop looking exterior. Saul was externally well built, but the person I'm, I'm, I'm using is not, is not about external view, it's about internal view. Amen. And so God says, I'm not judging the way you judge. And then he said, all right, I'm going to let my eyes off earlier. Now, so directives are very important. Amen to Jesus. Because God's way of judging us is not man's way of judging us. And so long as God gives us a pass mark, we are fine. Even if man, man gives us failure, I don't want I don't want any man to give me a pass mark. The only person I want to give me a pass mark is the one who called me. Are you getting what I'm saying? If God gives once God gives us a pass mark, I remember a story of a particular I forgot the missionary presiding. He came back from his missions field to his country where they came by ship, and inside the ship was a political leader in his country. So as they arrived shore, wow. See, people started flocking to welcome the political leader. Wow, they were coming to welcome me. And he looked at the political leader and saw the way people were welcoming me, and he saw that nobody came to welcome me. And he felt bad, very bad, very, very bad. And he asked the Lord, the Lord says, See, can you imagine a political leader? See the welcome they are giving him. See the honor they are giving him in welcome. Say, Well, look at me, I'm coming from suffering from on the mission street. <laughs> And see the way they are welcoming me. So the Lord replied him straight there. He said, the political leader has arrived. That is why they are welcoming you. You have you arrived. <laughs> so what's the problem? The people you lead in, they are telling him, welcome that good and faithful servant. Is that not so? But you, I don't want to tell you, welcome that good and faithful servant. Have you arrived home? 
said, Lord, you are making, you are very right. I'm not a right poem, so I don't expect any glamorous welcome. Praise God forevermore. Now, this makes us understand very well that we must see the directive of God because man can sweep you off your feet. And at the end of the day, when they finish sweeping you off your feet, you fall back and front, whatever, whichever way you fall, at the end of the day, you may not be fulfilling God's will. Praise God forevermore. So we must seek directives. We must seek directives. I was so excited. I was just praying when I heard Pastor clapping. That was on Wednesday. And the good news came. Wow, see the analysis of how God has been using our work, what we are doing to, to bless nations. And this year is the year we have worked the most. You know, when you walk, I know that you have walked. Your whole body is telling you you have walked. You are looking for a break, and you know that you cannot break at that point in time. In fact, the break where you know, I, 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 sometimes I, I look at people and I say they went on, on leave. The minister of God said, yeah, when we went on leave, I said, God, God, we take us away, we can sleep on leave. Now we are not leaving anything. We don't leave work. We sleep with work. We wake up with work. Have you get what I'm saying? There's no leave. We are working. And I said, this year, God has worked so much. Physically speaking, it looks like there was no response. But when the Lord began to show us to encourage us, this is the response. I'm like, wow, thank you, Jesus. So, directives are very important. Are you get what I'm saying? If we lack directives, we become tired. I remember in our first, um, the first church we planted, there were times when I would be so discouraged. I am so, oh God, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. Why am I not seeing more people coming? I'm pushing. Why am I not seeing? And that week where I get like, I'm, I'm not happy. As I come to church on Sunday, as I enter, you begin testimony. Boom, I'm like, whoa. So this is a boom, boom, take miracles, miracles, healings, miracles. And I'm like, whoa. God now tells me again, come on, go on. <laughs> Continue. I'm, I'm working. The fact that I'm not seeing what you're looking for, something I'm not working. I get what I'm saying. I'm working. Go on. And I'm like, oh God, you have come again. You have come again. You have come to, 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 to make me continue working again. I'm not seeing what I'm looking for. And the Lord says, come on. You can see I'm working. If you are, I'm working more than even the way you're working. And I'm like, wow. And I continue again. Praise God for more. But that's what we need directives. Because some of the times in the midst of God's directives, we may not be successes from human standpoint, but from God's standpoint, we are what successes. Praise God for more. Hallelujah. to Jesus. Amen. All right. So the, the, because of lack of directive, direction, and focus, the cycle and revolve myself. Now this made them move without progress and active without results. They moved without progress and they made active without results. Now let me tell you the truth. The, the only success that can be recorded for us as children of God is the amount of light we shine. And you know what I'm saying? The amount of souls we reach out to for the Lord Jesus. See, houses, cars, blah, 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 they are toys. They are toys. They are rubbish. Are you get what I'm saying? They are, non they are nonsense. How many souls are you reaching out to? How many people are you reaching out to for the gospel? Is it like Pastor was saying in our teaching, and I keep saying it, my brother, you don't need to be a super preacher to reach out. You don't need, you know, you don't need a pulpit now to reach out to. You don't need public address system to reach out. You don't need sound system to reach out. All those, uh, we need to buy, we are starting a church, we need sound equipment, we don't need, you don't need it to reach out. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the comfort of your sitting room, put your phone on. Oh yeah, straight on, Facebook, push, Instagram, you are reaching out, you are saving people, you are, you are saving the lost, and you know what I'm saying? Go online, get an online channel, reach out, save the lost, just keep saving, saving the lost. Oh, in, with, 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 your, with your social media, drop a message that will change lives, not a message that will conflict people. Sometimes I see on Facebook, we are asking questions that are not relevant to the forefront of the gospel. We are saying that the end will not come until the gospel goes round. People have not heard about the first coming of God. Some of us are struggling about the second coming. We are fighting ourselves. So people have never heard about the first coming of God. Some of us are, 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 are even conflicting what he came to do. My brother, the greatest success is what? 
revealing the light of Christ. And every one of us can do it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Every one of us can do it. You must not be called a pastor before you. We have all been ordained by Jesus. He said, I'll make you to make me to ordain. We have all been ordained. We are all apostles. He said, I sent them, but they're all sent to us. Apostolos. We have all been sent out to preach the gospel. Let's preach the gospel. If I'm doing my little one in my little corner, you are doing yours in your little corner. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are all doing that and come on, we'll saturate this earth with the gospel of Jesus. And in no time, we'll see the second coming. I need the second coming like human beings. Sometimes I just tell pastors, I say, my wife, I say, come, let, let Jesus come. I'm tired of all the nonsense. You know, I'm tired of all the nonsense. You just see evil increasing. We have to preach more. The more evil increases, the more our volume should increase. We have to preach more. Amen. We cannot stop telling you that. Amen. It's part of every teaching we teach. We're encouraging you. You don't need to know exigencies like, John 10, 16 is fine. It's just fine. John 10, 10 is just fine. Save his soul. Praise God for more. Now we also learned that the loss of focus began with broken focus. Are we together? So we understood that broken focus led to loss of focus from their vision. And this led to focus on their personal weaknesses, their personal inabilities, and personal incapabilities. And this led to what? The focus on their unachieved goals. We've been journeying for 30-something years. How ah, I will not arrive at this point. Oh, I've been serving the Lord. Oh, I've been giving my all. Yet I've not seen this thing come to pass. Oh, 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 oh. I've been, I've been, I've been serving God. Oh, I've been sacrificing. Oh, I've been preaching the gospel. Oh, yet God, even just one additional member you cannot add. Oh, God. Now, this is what broken focus does. Broken focus makes you do what? Finally get to a point where you start seeing your unachieved goals. But it doesn't show you the goals you've achieved. They've journeyed over 30 years. It's not easy to journey over 30 years. Bible speaking, they said their shoes never got worn out, their clothes never got worn out. They were not, they were not, they were not sensitive to the good things that were happening. They were only sensitive to the destination they are not have arrived. They are not arrived at. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's the way a lot of us live our lives. We are not sensitive to some of the good things that are happening around us. We are only, ah, I have not achieved it yet. I mean, some of us, yes, and most of us are thinking of what we have not achieved. But we are not thinking of many of the things that we did not pray for that God did for us. Yes. We didn't pray for bread, God gave you bread. We didn't pray for, for health, God gave you health. How many of you wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I need to pray today? Lord, give me bread. Ah, come on. David said like this. He said, said, I slept and I woke up. It was the Lord. That sustained me. Many of us, many things have been happening to us. We never pray for them and go to them. But what we are concerned about is, Lord, if this year will not end until the Lord give me that car. My brother, you have a serious problem. This year will not end until the Lord give me that wife. Your brother, you have a serious problem. So, by right, if the year ends now, you should be thankful to God. When we're coming, I was driving this morning, I just saw somebody lying on the floor. But just but right at the road, and it, it was a rough road, so you would hardly notice past It was even by her corner. She didn't even notice, but the Holy Spirit just helped me open my eyes to see the person all slim, lying on the floor, naked. And I was like, Jesus, look at that. I was like, what is that? And I showed me, saying, this is dangerous. And they say, it, it, it's a rough road, so number one, people can, you can easily maneuver into running over that kind of pressure, you know what I'm saying? And the dust was already covering him up. So that was the devil just positioning somebody there so that somebody can commit murder. Are you getting me? I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for opening my eye. That was not enough. Coming, we were just about, uh, you know, uh, uh, on, the, on the express road, and all of a sudden, we just heard a bus. The driver stopped and they were shouting. The passenger there was fighting the driver and he was bringing out the pen knife to come stab the driver. You see, some of us understand that when you ply the road every day, it is the mercy of God. You don't understand? 
Now the one that is not my business in the bus was there. But the one that would have been my business running over somebody was also there. The Lord just kept us. And you get what I'm saying? Now, so most of the times, what broken focus does to you is that it finally gets you to a point where you start seeing your own achievements. I believe in goal casting. You get what I'm saying? I believe in goal casting. But above all, for my experience in life, 12 years of ministry, this number of years in life, let me see. For when I started becoming a goal getter, um, it was you know in my late teens thereabout. For over 20 years of life, I've come to understand that it is still God that makes you achieve your goals. Put in your effort, but it's still God. The Bible says many of the plans in the man's are for the counsel of the Lord is for starvation. The Bible says the, 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 the desire of the heart is of the man, but the decision from the heart is of the Lord. It's the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when you cast your goals and cast your goals and you seem to not be achieving them, my brother, it the, the, the last thing you should do is to start thinking of unachievables. That's what broken focus gets you at unachievables and it makes you ungrateful. And then it finally makes you seem, seem to take what alternative to have to the Okay, say is just fine. After all, what is said 40 years? My brother. If I've been traveling for 30 something years, some say 37 years, some say they're almost at even 40 years. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? If I've been traveling this long and we have not even we have not even arrived at the promise land, now this promise land is not a reality. It's not real. It's not real. This thing is not real. Ah, what are you not saying? 40 years, 37 years. By right, we should have been at the gate. At least, what I mean, if you know a good gate, you should be just 10 kilometers away from the problem. We've been traveling long road. That's how some of us think. If God wants to do it, you should have done it by now. <laughs> That's the devil's mentality. That's the devil's deception. If God wants to do it, you should have done it by now. Are you the one to determine it? If God wants to do it, you should have done it by now. So that means, if, 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 if he has not done it, that means he doesn't want to do it. So what do we do? We take on that. That's how the devil has made them do. Today they are putting their hands into nonsense, into things that they cannot, they cannot come out from. And you get know what I'm saying? It all began with broken focus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Alright. Now the above makes us understand that there is no place for no focus in life. Very important word. There is no place for no focus in life. Are you getting know what I'm saying? Now same way there is no vacuum in life. Even in an empty room, there is matter. Are you getting know what I'm saying? There is no place for no focus in life. Amen to Jesus. When focus is lost from something, it is given to another thing. That's the truth. And God said, I don't have focus. It's a lie, you have focus. He said, the wise man once said, not thinking is to think of not thinking. <laughs> that means, when you say I'm not thinking, that means you are thinking that you're not thinking, so you're actually thinking. There's no vacuum in life. There's nothing like no focus. No focus or no exists. No focus is, is, is actually focus that is not focused. So it is a focus. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when focus is lost from something, it's given to another thing. This is evident in the lives of the Israelites. Are you getting what I'm saying? When they broke their focus from God and His promise, they began to focus on the environment. Then they began to focus on the time they have spent. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then they began to focus on themselves. So the focus keeps <laughs> progressing. You broke it from God, you focus on the environment. You focus on men and this. And he says, if I'm pleased, I don't know why Moses was insisting on this game. And this says, fine, Moses. I, 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 I,
there is nothing they say. I don't think that. This says a fine place. Let's see. You see, he said, but Moses told us we are going to a place where that food will make a man run that make a run. If you don't see the ability to desire, the ability to become the desire, that is the devil's. <laughs> the devil's ideology. Uh-uh. If you don't see make a run, you can't be take a, 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 a bread like that. Eh? Why must we use make a run? Why we need tea? We can take bread. Say, but remember, Moses told us that the Lord told, told him that we are going to a land that the stone will be iron. He said, My brother, if we don't see iron, we won't use stone to do grinding stone. What is the problem? Must we get iron? Or? See, and this is you are just, people are just making some an outfit out of a mole. See, that is how it starts. You start giving excuses. And so, what's the big deal? Must it be like this? This say is just fine. It's just fine. Let's all be fine. We say we are okay. We are okay. We don't need to go. Do you okay? Question. Do you know the okay now? Say, but our brothers, twelve of them say that is our brothers. Are they us? We begin to give excuses, explanations. The devil helps you get explanations for alternatives. You get you know for the environment. For me, I just feel says man. I just feel this fine. I just feel this fine. I get what I'm saying. I'm okay with saying. See, for me, oh, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about my own. When you say you say, for me, oh. <laughs> exactly, it's, it's my opinion. I see, I'm not, you have a right to your church, but it's my opinion. Uh, my brother, broken focus has entered. And then in the city, instead of focusing on themselves, focusing on themselves, ah, my brother, as I'm telling you, so I'm tired. I can't take one more step, what, 30 something years. We have tried. We have tried. You know one thing I, I got to understand in life? I told us, told us about the crisis point in the marathon race. I, one of the places where God built endurance for me was in our last mission field. Went at the point and I said, God, this thing is taking too long. Where are we this My brother, the more you are trying, the more God is stretching you. The more God is stretching you. The more you say you are tired, God says you have not got to do your critical limit. And even at your critical limit, there's another thing after your critical limit. God said, oh God, this is the hardest I can train. God said, this is not your elasticity point. I know you. You see, you know the truth. God knows our elasticity point. We don't even know it. He knows our stretchability. So when the stretch is just a little, you some of us are God, I'm cracking. God said, which crack? You are not cracking nothing. You can see stretch like this. Hey, God, I will die. I will die. This matter is coming. God said, which die? In fact, I want you to die so you can actually stretch your life. Ah, God, that's the end of my life. He said, I want you to get to the end of my life so that my life can begin. Focus on themselves ah, and then focus on time spent. If God will do it, you have done it. God has spent. You are the one counting time. God lives in eternity. <laughs> we are the ones counting time. I tell tell Father, I say sometimes I say God 12 years. And I will not I will not hear my answer me anything. Why? Because if for him, you are the one counting time. I'm living in eternity. For you, you are the one wasting time. Me, I'm not wasting time. <laughs> I don't use time. You are the one who uses time. And I make all things beautiful in my time. And my time is actually eternity. So leave this matter. When my when the Kairos moment comes, you will not pray, you will not fast, you will not do anything, everything will just happen. I get what I'm saying? It just happen. Hitting four nations in one year. Let me say, it just happened. Because I'm not instrumental. I get what I'm saying. If I'm to go to these nations and preach, these people that are being preached to they may not even know me. I get what I'm saying. That's why the, many of the things you are still believing God for, they will happen. Yeah. Our only is just to keep what? Working. Keep pressing. Are you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep believing God. Are, are you getting me? So you see that um, their loss of focus led them to focus on other things. Are you getting me? They focus on time, focus on time spent, 
focus on the environment, focus on their inner capability, inabilities, and their weaknesses. Are we together? We also see this play out in the life of Peter when he walked on water. Are you getting me? So there's an Old Testament example, and then we have a New Testament example. It says, while he focused on Jesus, he walked on water. When he broke his focus from Jesus to the posterous wind, he began to focus on himself and he began to sing. The same process. Focus on Jesus, you walk in the water. Break focus from posterous, from, from Jesus to posterous wind. Are you know what I'm saying? Now, it's not a removal of focus, it's a break of focus. Just a break. Is it not getting about break times? When you want to break focus, let me just break. Someone put in the midst of just taking a little break, they have broken their destiny. Are you know what I'm saying? Just a little break. Example, David. Just a little break. Bible says in the time when kings went to war, that time David said, "We will take a break." I <laughs> get what I'm saying. When kings went to war, he took a break. Are we together? And you see what the break did? He broke his life to an extent. Are you getting me? You know what I'm saying? So be careful of breaks on your focus. I'm not saying breaks, you know, when you need to relax. No, but break on focus. Even when you are relaxing, let your focus remain straight. You relax focusing on Jesus. You don't relax focusing on the devil. Are you getting me? Praise God. So he broke the focus from Jesus, and the same way he broke from the promise. What happened? Yeah. Instead of focusing on the environment, say it's fine. As for me, I think it's fine. And then, why? Okay, why does he want to go for that? Can't you see that we are tired? We are tired. No, we can't even possess this land. After about ten out of twelve, said he cannot possess it. That must be. The ten were actually speaking the mind of the people. Only two spoke the mind of God. We are, we are weak, we are tired, we are incapable, we, are, we, we, we don't have the ability, we don't have the capacity. And then they say, okay, we have spent so much time going on. Okay, let's just take the alternative. Are you getting what I'm saying? So Peter did the same thing. Focus, by the focus on Jesus, he broke his focus on the posterous wind. And what? From the posterous wind, he began to focus on himself. And I come, I'm actually Peter. We fishermen don't walk on water. We, we use the boat on water. So what's happening here? The Bible says he began to what? He began to sing. Now look at Matthew chapter 14, verse 28 to 30. Now Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. On the, it was precisely. He didn't say, bid me come unto thee. He said, bid me come unto thee on the water. That means this water you are walking, I want to walk on it. It was not, see, Peter knew what he was saying when he was saying it. I like this adventurous we are. So people walk on water. We have never seen it in our life before. Like I always say, no matter what you say, Peter was only disciple walk on water. Deep down water. <laughs> it was really adventurous for me. I get what I'm saying. So people walk on water. Uh, so can somebody walk on water? If this thing is real, let me try it. That's 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 the first approach of desperate If God is really do, if He really does this, then then let Him try, let Him do it for me. Yes, you may have a little challenge in the process, but not that you have said, if God can do this, let him do it for me. Yeah, you, are, you are good to go. And then he said, so then he said, come. And when Peter was come down on the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Wow. Peter was like, oh, exciting experience. Walking on water. Walking on water. He says, but when he saw the posterous wind, he was afraid. You see, when he saw the posterous you see, you see, it focus. Was walking to Jesus, looking unto Hebrews about 20, looking unto Jesus, what author and finisher of our faith. He was looking unto Jesus, walking on the water. But how could he not see the Bosserus? Was the Bosserus behind Jesus? 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Do they see wind? It makes sure you don't see wind, you feel wind. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you feel the effect of wind. Are you getting it? So that makes us understand that focus not only has to do with physical sight, it also has to do with mental sight. And also do has to do with the senses. You don't see wind. You say when he saw the posterior swing, you don't see wind. But he felt wind. See, when your feelings begin to get into the, the, the place of faith, what happens? Broken focus comes in. When your feelings begin to try to um, get into um, the operations of faith, what happens? Broken focus comes in. And that's why we must remove feelings from faith. Sense knowledge, sensual faith. Sense knowledge should not be the application where we are operating in faith. Peter was operating in faith when he was walking and on the water. Walking to, the Bible was walking towards Jesus. He was operating in faith. When we look unto Jesus, we are doing what? Operating in faith. Big that matter. There's no other definition of operating in faith than what? Looking unto Jesus. We learned that in the last teaching. How do we, how do we, how do we focus? We focus by what? Looking unto Jesus. And you get what I'm saying? Now, when we look unto Jesus, we're praying. They say, ah, but these people, they have those where they say, my brother, uh, please check your Bible. Where is that written in the Bible? Everybody have to save themselves. From the black, the black from maybe only the brown or blue, whatever. From the black cover to the black cover, where is it? They have to help themselves. The truth is that everyone only help those who can help themselves. Peter, when Peter cried, that that's when Jesus helped him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that says the prayer never in times of trouble. When he focused on Jesus, that is faith. Faith is the ability to focus on Jesus. When he focused on Jesus, he walked towards him. But when he began to see the wind, seeing the wind means he began to focus on his feelings, on his five senses. I get what I'm saying. We see the posterior winds, so we begin to focus on our five senses. My brother, 2022 is not the time to see posterior winds. No, 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 no. Eh? With the way the world is going, with the way the world is going. The way the world is made, you cannot live. When the Bible says the judge shall live by faith, what times the scripture comes out? The Bible was not playing. These are the times when you live by feelings. Are you getting what I'm saying? These are the times. These are the times. You don't see the posterior swings now. How did he see them? Do you see the book? His senses. Were they behind Jesus or were they by his side? So, listen to me very well. It is still possible to say you are focusing on Jesus and be seen by several by your senses. And that is what happens when your feelings try to interfere in faith. When they are trying to interfere in faith, you discover that your focus is still partially with you. That's why it's called broken focus. It's not total removal of focus. But it's like someone say you cannot just look Jesus in your life. You have to look something by his side. That is called what? Broken focus. The posterior wind is calling your attention and you are giving your attention. I you get what I'm saying. See, somebody saw the posterior wind, what happened? He became afraid. What does it mean to become afraid? He focused on his weakness, his inability and incapability. Human beings don't work on water. Even fishes don't work on water. They swim in it. It's not so. The only thing that moves on water is the boat. Following Archimedes' law. So, human beings are not boats. Are you getting me? And so when he, the fear simply means he focused on his inabilities, his weaknesses. He focused on himself. And he focused on his incapability. And what happened? He began to see. That was really authoritative for him. 
young man say? And every alternative that is outside Jesus is sinking. Yeah. On Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand. All the ground is sinking sand. Every sin is a sinking sand. Every alternative to Jesus is a sinking sand. Once the focus is broken from Jesus, if they're not gotten back to Jesus, you sink. Many are sinking in life because of the broken focus from Jesus. You may look like they're walking. You may look like they're, like some of them, they'll go and take things from the devil and they come and shout his vibration. So, my brother, you are sitting in the sinking. You are sinking. You are sinking. Pray and cry. And the Bible says, Peter, cry. Lord, help me. And the Lord came and helped him. He was not near Jesus. So you get what I'm saying? Jesus was still far off from me. But when Jesus said, when Peter said, Lord, help me, the disciples, they were so carried away in phobia that they didn't know how Jesus moved at the speed of life from where he was and suddenly he was helping Peter. He didn't want that Peter enter and let alone he says, he allows him and then he goes on that everything. No, God doesn't even want you to go on that. Are you getting me? He was distant from Peter, but Jesus, the disciples could not, that's why they say many things that were done by God were not recorded. They couldn't explain how suddenly they saw Peter holding Jesus holding Peter. Come on. He told them the glorified body thing, I will, I will start showing it to you before the time comes. Suddenly from there he was here holding Peter. And he brought him up. And then the Bible said the next thing was that they were in the boat. And the next thing was that they appeared at shore. The disciples could not understand that whole, that whole drama of that day. We were in the middle of the lake. Suddenly, Jesus from a distance was bringing Peter up. Then suddenly we saw them in the boat. And the next thing we saw that from the boat we are the shop. How did Jesus do all these movements? They couldn't explain. Are you getting me? It says, but when he saw the posterior with he was afraid and beginning to sing, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. See, I don't know what I'm talking to here. You are beginning to sing. You know that your focus is not totally on Jesus again. You are broken focus. My brother, it's time to cry, Lord, save me. Don't sink and die. Whatever they have told you that if you if you if you if you come out, they will, you will die is a lie. It is that if you remain there, that's when you die. If you remain in that ocean, you will die there. Your salvation only less in you have been focused on Jesus. It looks like things are not working the way you expect. You have been having desires and plans and it looks like it's not working. And then you say, okay, let me take you have broken your focus and from the broken focus you started focusing until you started sinking. My brother, my sister, it's time to cry out to Jesus. Cry out to him. Don't let the devil waste your life. Don't let the devil sink you in that ocean of nonsense. Cry out. Cry out. It's better to cry when you're sinking than to die silently. Eternity still remains your own choice. I can't leave eternity for you. Don't be ashamed to cry out for help. Are you getting what I'm We live in a world where everybody is trying to form Superman, trying to form perfect. My brother, don't let pride keep you. My sister, don't let pride keep you. Whatever it is that you are sinking in, cry unto Jesus. Jesus is ready and eager and willing to help you. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now in response to the present challenge faced by Israel, God commanded them to turn, that is to look and focus not God. Are you getting what I'm saying? God commanded them to focus what? Not what? 
God neither commanded them to pray, to fast, or to do any spiritual exercise. Are you getting what I'm saying? He didn't tell them to do any of that. You see, uh, there's somebody I'm talking to here. You know you have been fasting. You know you have been praying. You know you have been giving. You know you have been serving God. You know you have been, your journey, you have come far. Nigeria, you have come far journey. You have come far journey doing your all for the Lord, serving your, the Lord. And still, this promised land is not fought. It looks like you're not getting there. Now, let me tell you something. What God is saying to do is not to, is not to do another fasting. Are you getting me? It's not to do another prayer. Are you getting me? Yes. It's not to do another another um, spiritual exercise. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. It's not to sow another seed. Now, some people may not like what I'm saying, but I'm telling you the truth. Because when God knows that you are tired, He will not body you. Bible says, "My body is that my yoke is easy." Says, "My commandment are not grievous." When He knows that you have done all you can to stand, all He tells you to do is stand. He tells you to go up, stand. He doesn't tell you. To, 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 to try another thing again, it takes to stand. Like we understood that when God, when they were settling the mountain, God did not come tell them to move. No. You know that their problem when they were now was as a result of evil movement. So for that movement is complicating their life and maybe I end up destroying them. Are you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you sometimes you go meet ministers of the gospel and you have been doing your best as a minister, trying to push the work of God in your hands. Right? And when you come and meet them, and the kind of response they give to you. You feel like, ah, God, is this the way you do work, your work? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Is this the way you do your work? The kind of response they give to you. Some of them tell you things that you're like, oh, ah, it seems like this ministry thing or this serving the Lord thing uh, is not for everybody. That's a lie. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. It's for everybody. But somehow, some of us might not be turning the right direction. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody is for everybody. We may not have a pulpit, but it's for everybody. Are you getting me? It's for everybody. It's for everybody. Amen. Amen. So he didn't tell them to do any of these things. Because at that point in time, they actually had no strength, both spiritually and physically, to do that. Are you getting what I'm saying? In that he didn't tell them to move because they had been moving for a while in futility. They moved to where they got to their to this to Marseille. And now in Marseille, they have been moving. In Futurit, I get what I'm saying. Yeah. So telling them move immediately there is like a counterproductive instruction. See, the Lord, the Lord knows our, our weaknesses. Then he said, You know, you know my frailness, you know my wariness. Are you getting what I'm saying? The Lord knows, he knows what we are going through. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, it, are you getting so he doesn't he doesn't want to put on us what would make give, what would make our efforts counterproductive. Yeah. Are you getting me? Yeah. He won't put on us what will make our efforts counterproductive. You think God does not see your effort? The, the reason why the devil has deceived you because he has made you believe that God does not see your effort. That's a lie from the devil. You think God does not see that you have been doing all you can? You think God is not seeing it? You think God is not seeing that you have been positioning yourself as best as you can? You have been pressing as hard as you can? You think the Lord is not He's seeing it. He knows it. And I tell you, he doesn't want to burden you any further. Yeah. He doesn't want to burden you. That's why he says, my commandments are not grievous. My burden is large. My body does not come and put a burden on you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. My yoke is easy. It doesn't give you difficulties. That's so why when I see people preach the gospel in a difficult manner, I say, are you sure these people, they know we are, is the Bible we are preaching? Because one thing about scripture is that scriptures is never meant to be difficult. Yeah. One thing about the way of the Lord is that the way of the Lord is never meant to be burdensome. Are you getting me? Yeah. As 
ministers of the gospel, the chair of the gospel, when people come around to discover that every time we make sure that the work of the, uh, and their service to God is not going to so. But it's that they cannot understand. So most of them prefer to go to where they receive burdens. And you get what I'm saying? Yeah. They prefer to, and what do we do? We don't fight. I'm not going to fight you. So because I believe that it's your choice. Amen to Jesus. Amen. But God does not give us burdens. He doesn't give us heavy loads. By the grace of God, this year has been we fasted for over 80 years. 80 days, so. Are you get what I'm saying? But it was not burdensome. Why? Because it was the first month of every quarter that God gave to us. So giving one month in three months is not too much. In fact, I even aspire, I anticipated why, because it has been one of the ways I've been able to check my weight. When I, when I fast for that one month, I discovered that I feel lighter. I feel that I've shed off some rubbish. Are you getting me? But imagine if I say, if you say as a church, we want to go 80 days straight. My brother, that's why some people start lying, they say they're fasting. <laughs> they will lie, they say they're fasting. We are fasting. Pastor, are you fasting? Yes, Pastor, we are fasting. We are truly fasting. We are waiting on the Lord. We are praying. Because after one month, my brother, it's not easy again. It's not easy. Jesus started 40 days. After 40 days, Jesus said, All right, let's, let's start, let's continue life. Um, 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 said something. He said, As a man, as a pastor, you say you're yeah, a man of God. He said, after 40 days, you come down from your mountain and come and stay with your wife. <laughs> he said, Jesus, he does not say 40 days. He said, after 40 days, you are not down from the mountain. Anything you see when you come down is your business. <laughs> no, but it sounds like hilarious. No, but it's the truth. Ah, even your wife that is there, after 40 days, one month of running life alone, uh, going through the body alone, so you are on the mountain alone. She's uh, managing the children. Then after 40 days, she has said, you want me to break down before my time? You know what I'm saying? So God does not body us. He doesn't body us. And that's what he was trying to make sure if you understand. I'm not going to tell you to move. No. Oh, he told them, sanctify yourself in the past. Clean the, uh, uh, your, 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 your tent. I'm coming to you. But when this matter of sin happened, God did not just sanctify yourself in the past. No, no, no. Come on, because when people come and they are revolving around and say, Pastor, I went to this church for fasting. They didn't fasting and deliverance and it didn't work. I went to another church. They didn't fast and deliverance anymore. And then and they laugh at me. You know what to give you a fasting and deliverance. You don't understand the operations. <laughs> They have been going from church, uh, from church to church, they have been giving them fasting and deliverance, and yet it's not working. And they are coming with you, want to, re, re, want to recycle the cycle. You don't understand God of grace. Uh, 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 Dr. Paul and Angel said, somebody told me to say, I'm going to the church, 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 you are not coming to me, so you are not joining me to the list of those are not working, I'm sorry, don't come here. I get what I'm saying. But number two, when they come like that, you should not continue the cycle they have started. It has to be a break of cycle. So God understands that if you allow people continue cycles, they're going to keep moving. He didn't tell them to sanctify fast at that time. He didn't tell them to, to move at that time. What did he tell them to do? What did he tell them to do? He told them to what? Change focus. Change focus. A wise man once said, the only definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. You have been maintaining the same cycle, my brother, for years, and the same result have been And you think that this year the result is going to be different by doing the same thing? No. Your focus is the issue. You're having a focus problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? God knew that their problem was not fasting, prayer, moving. They have been moving. Their problem was not moving. It's not removal. Their problem was what? Focus. So he told them to what? Change 
focus. Change focus. Change focus. I don't know who I'm talking to, who God is speaking to at this point in time, but I don't know. The Lord will be having me tell somebody in 2022, change focus. Change focus. Change focus. Change focus. You see, um, the, uh, I invested so much into food evangelism, trying to reach out to people, to bring them in, to sit under me, to sit and let's um, get God's word physically. I invested so much into it when we came to this mission street. Invested so much, invested so much. And I said, I was taking a sign. When I do food evangelism, when I come back, I'm tired. And I'm like trying to follow up on them. Only me trying to follow up on people. I see them do drama and everything. And I saw that this thing was a cycle though. The cycle of like 12 years is a cycle. And you know what? We rather said, okay, let's change focus. What will be the focus? Let's focus on the areas. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's focus. The Lord just led us into like COVID. And he used COVID exactly. COVID was the is was the trigger. When COVID began, we said, we must see preach you. We must see preach. And suddenly. Preaching. That was when the media ministry took another leap for the church. You remember? People were speaking. The devil got crazy. That's why he couldn't control the, control the matter again. Because we thought that we have silenced them and put them inside their houses. Now it's like they are getting more wild on, on, online. And now you cannot censor them. If you censor them, it's not cause problem. We entered Facebook. The church entered Facebook, entered Instagram, entered YouTube, entered everywhere. We entered. We are firing. Are you getting me? And so the Lord channeled our focus in that light. And we said, let's stay with that focus. Um, when we noticed that, uh, you know, um, the, the, the devil used his agents to move people away from the church, and we're like, okay, we have to keep preaching. The Lord channeled our focus also and said, all right, um, 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 our podcast channel, our online radio. The Lord just showed Pastor that, and she started developing, developing, developing it. You know, last year, um, last year we recorded in less than a year. Over 1,000 um, listens were like, whoa, so this thing can be wonderful like this. Wow, who are listening to me physically? Even the people that listen to me, and that they not listen to me. And it just stayed with this, over 1,000 listens. Wow. I was like, this is wonderful. And look at this here again. Oh, in just one year, just from one um, 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 platform, Spotify, four nations. Four nations. Apple told us Cyprus, we are doing a very well in Cyprus. Spotify says we are doing the best there, and we just get, keep getting feedback from every of them. But my brother, we had to change focus. The Lord had to make us change focus by force. And I'll be more efficient and more effective with this platform than any other. Let me tell you, in all my years of ministry, both pastoring and ministry, this have been more, last year through this year, have been my most effective and efficient years. I've reached out to more people. Oh, on Facebook, I, I look at some of our, uh, some of our team and I say, what do you want to three hundred something? Like, I should pass one. I say, what do you want to three hundred something? And I'm like, oops, three hundred something views. And I'm seeing people from, see people from the Philippines, people from India, we see people from nations that I don't even know their name, Burundi, one of the nations that somebody came in and when I saw the nation, I told person like, what nation is this? Where is it located? Please. Now, now this is what to start looking at. When I saw Cyprus, I said, let me try, try to look for Cyprus. Where is it? I had to save it in my phone. And so this is where Cyprus is. You know, now we are beginning to reach out to nations that we never, never knew to reach out to. I get what I'm saying? With names that we don't know of. You see names that are like, wow, we don't know these things. Reaching out to the US, 
on, on Anchor, 80% of our listeners are from the US. Oh, sorry, over 80% of our listeners. Going to 90% of our listeners are from the US. My brother, who would have known that I would be able to reach out to the US? If I say I want to go to the US and do a program, who, 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 will I, who will I use for logistics? Who will listen to me? Who will know me? Are you get what I'm saying? But now, people are soaking in to these teachings. And we are reaching out to more people. Simply because of what? Change of focus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? My brothers and my sisters, it is not movement that is where you know how to move. You are doing well moving. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's not fasting and prayer that is where you know how to fast, you know how to pray, you are doing well fasting and prayer. It's not covenant kingdom practice that is where you know how to do them. You are doing well doing them. But the, the problem that could just be the reason why you are not getting fulfillment. Because for me, what is the purpose of ministry? Richard, whether I see them, I don't see them, so long as I'm reaching out to them. That's all about it. You know, when we get to heaven, finally, we'll see the people reach out to them. Some of the people that are even sitting down at our front, they, they, we are not reaching out to them. Though they are sitting there, some of them already inside us. But yet, they are not, I'm talking from experience as a pastor. They are inside you, but you are not reaching out to them. They are not hearing nothing. It's going in here, coming out of them. When we get to heaven, we will know really those who will say thank you for giving to the Lord. Those who will actually say, You blessed my life. Are we together? Yes. So, God made us change focus and we saw fulfillment start coming. We've been in the season of Thanksgiving this month for the good news we have been receiving. We've been in the season of Thanksgiving. And now we are, by the help of this, we are strategizing for next year. Our listeners want to assure you by the help of the Holy Spirit, next year is going to be more heavy. Amen. We are trusting God for daily rema. We'll be Amen. giving God's word on a daily basis, at least five days, six days a week. Praise God for more. Amen. So when we're online, just please uh, on Anchor, please try to get notification on Spotify and um, Google, um, Apple, um, uh, Break, uh, Break, uh, on everywhere you are. Try to get notification when online. On Facebook, on on, on Instagram, on uh, um, YouTube, get notifications. Get your notification button on. Like us, follow us, subscribe, so that whenever we are online, you are soaking in. I tell you, there will be a word from God for you every day. Amen. By the privilege of God, we are preparing and we are trusting the Holy Spirit for strength and for resources. Are you getting what I'm saying? And we know the Lord is going to be causing men to bless this work so that we can keep pushing the work forward. It was just a change of focus. Change of focus. And we are more fulfilled now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God for Amen. All right, so now let's go into this. Why did God tell them to focus not on Why not what? Why not what? Why not what? Amen. Amen. Why not what? Um, and the cyclical movement that the Israelites did was done because of the refusal of the Edomites to allow the people to pass through their territory. Now, the Edomites refused to allow them to pass through their territory. And actually, that territory itself was actually kind of the southern, you know, region. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God for example. Now, um, look at um, Numbers 20, verse 17 to 21. This is Moses and his people say, talking to the Edomites. He tell them, told them, say, let us pass, I pray thee, through thy country. We will not pass through the fields or through the vineyards. So that, don't think that we are coming to take your crops. Are you getting what I'm saying? Neither will we drink of the water of the wells. We will go by the king's highway. We will not turn to the right hand, 
nor to the left until we have passed thy borders. Edom was a short time to pass. Are you get what I'm saying? So they were pleading for a short time. You see, like I, when I was a child, there were some stickers my father brought from the place of work there. One of the stickers, I can never forget what was written there. No, what was written to, to, what was written was shortcut to work might be shortcut to death. Shortcut to work might be shortcut to death. So I, then we used to like shortcut as children. Remember there was a, when we were going to lecture, when we were going to afternoon lecture, there was, a, uh, there was a shortcut we used to follow. And it was actually two neighbors, two houses together. And we used to follow in between them and go to the same. One day when we were following that shortcut, we thought that we would have some kind of you know, bushes, some kind of thing, just to cut the long journey short. When we were passing, we saw that the two neighbors were fighting themselves. One of them held a machete. <laughs> see, guys, you know, see muscular guys. We say, Lord, where did we pass short? <laughs> Why did he pass your law? Who would have passed long job? Because my brother, this life is only God that helps you. While they are carrying matches, the other one's carrying another thing. God forbid you that you are passing short God. They throw matches and it's you they eat mistakenly. What would you say? Accidental what? Accidental death. Shortcut work may be shortcut. They were looking for a shortcut, but God said, No, I don't give shortcuts. God does not give shortcuts. Are you getting what I'm saying? Every attempt to get a shortcut is cutting short your process in life. And God will never give you a shortcut. Praise God forevermore. He said, and he said, and he said, thou shalt go not through. And Adam came against him with much people and with a strong hand. Thus Adam refused to give Israel passage through his borders. Wherefore Israel turned away from him. You see that? Edom came in fact at the point that he told them, he said, Come, if you try to come past our land, we'll come against you to battle. Don't pass our land. This is an ancestral beef. Edom was the children of Edom, that's Esau's. And then Israel was the children of Jacob. It's an ancestral beef. Your ancestor took the birthright of our ancestor. This beef will remain forever. Don't pass our people, but we will kill you. Ancestral. <laughs> and imagine when your ancestor now becomes the shortcut, what do you do? They say, okay, what we do? We have to walk through. You know what I'm saying? And most of us, this world we are facing and we are complaining. Don't complain, my brother. Don't complain, my sister. Please don't complain. Mm -hmm. right. In addition, God had also told them that they would not pass there, which he had given to Edom, the descendant of Israel. He told them, don't pass there. Why? Because I'm giving it to the descendant of Edom. It is their property. Don't pass their property. Don't trespass. Passing there alone is stress. Don't pass there. If you pass anything, you see your own. He said, I've given to Esau, and he said they should not also pass Ah. Why? Because they are giving Ah to the Moabites, the descendant of God. So God has shared it. See, <laughs> your Abraham is your, is your, is your, is your forefather, your first ancestor. Now, his cousin, I also made an apportionment for him. He's, 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 he's the father of the Amorites. You know, his two daughters and made him drink one and he you know, slept with him and he began to produce uh, the Amorites and the, the, the produce all those, all those kind of cannibal of people. You know? So God said, because of Lot. And why, why because of Because Lot was collected in the hand. Why did God save Lot? Still because of him. You get what I'm saying? It's a good that when you are collected to a life, uh, you cannot suffer. Even if you are the worst person. When Abraham was asking for righteous men, he, thought, he came to tell us. Even he said, maybe I cannot go come to work because even that not more right. Rocks is not righteous. What is not? He had to stop at them because he was thinking as yeah. 
Me, I know this my nephew. That guy is no good at all. That guy is alright. It's not right. Guy is not correct. It's not correct. My nephew is not correct. God, I beg just go, just go. But just show mercy. I believe when the Lord went, he was there, Lord. I don't know. If you are to judge the new we shall stand. Especially Lord. <laughs> Lord. If you can because of me, spell Lord, I'll be happy. Well, that guy is not correct. He's not correct. That guy is not Imagine a small boy that I brought here. Him and his, his slave started fighting my slave. He's not going to sort out his slave. He didn't sort them out. He allowed the fight continue. Lord would have been saying, Why should they be trying you? Why should they be in those kind of small boys' mentality? Small boys! Yeah. Why should they be. Eh? You mean, you mean, you mean the Browns? The Browns slave were fighting you. You, my, my own slave. Why should you call them for me? What kind of nonsense? It would have been creating more problems. Are you getting what I'm saying? Instead of trying to stand and say, this is my uncle, this is my uncle. Respect my uncle's slave. I don't want this country to happen again. Respect my uncle's slave. Uh, yes, even if you don't have where to grace, come, come back home. Or we'll find a way to find a way to grace. Don't trouble my uncle's body. Why would this slave be trying those things? All those small boys, I don't have sex. Say, I don't want to have sex. The person for me to part ways with you. It's okay, choose. And the foolish boy, more foolish than foolish, still chose before a senior. Ah, he doesn't know what that guy is. He didn't teach you respect where he's coming from. He chose before a senior. I said, but this guy is not correct. Carry your correctness and go. The one that is green is green and he go and carry green pasture. It was love that first initiated the set for green pasture. Greener pastures. While Abraham was going to promise land, Lord was looking for greener pastures. That's why they are life for his life again. Are you getting what I'm saying? People are constantly look for greener pastures. We make the pastures green because we locate promised land. Children of God don't look for greener pastures. We make the pastures green because we locate promised land. But the, the lost generation they look for greener pastures. For Lord, when Moses was when Abraham was living, he was looking for greener pastures. That was what Lord was thinking of. He was looking for greener pastures. See, when you begin to look for greener pastor, you are carrying a lot of mentality. And the word lot actually in the Hebrew means a coffin. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you are actually covering yourself and covering everybody around you. Everyone say, let him go. Let this guy go. He, gets, he doesn't have respect. He, he, he doesn't have honor, nothing, nothing. He doesn't, he's not correct. Let him go. And when he went, he entered greener pastor. And greener pastor don't do greener problem. So even when, was, when Abraham was praying for him, Abraham was not sure to pray. <laughs> he was not praying in faith, he was praying in God. I don't know, but just at the end of the day, he ended up and God told me. See, I know all that when the angel was leaving, the angel told Lord said, Go to the mountain. Lord said, Yeah, mountain, before you start burning the city, that is too far, it's too far. Lot was a problem child. The mountain, it was a problem to his uncle, it was a problem to his to the end to the, to the Lord. He said, The mountain is too far. Ah, you will be consumed before we run to the mountain. The angel that told you to run to the mountain, does he not know the timing you will use to run there? Are you getting what I'm saying? And when the fire will catch up, I don't understand how some people will argue with God. They, they argue with men to the extent that they will not argue with God. Then they said, okay, so what do you say? Okay, tell, just let us just go to this nearby city. Then they said, okay, go near there. You see, because God, when God is on assignment, God is always on assignment. Does what have to argue with men? I came there to destroy the city. You are, are beginning to argue with me where to go or where not to go. You should be thinking of saving your head first. Anyway, I tell you, go first. Me, I'm telling you, don't tell me where that place is leading you to. And then he told them, don't look back. The wife said, oh, front, forward, I'm going to look back. And her problem was also focus. Don't look back, look forward, she changed focus. 
and then she became a pillar of salt. Bible says, he said, at the end of the day, Lot went to that place that he said he wanted to go to, but he still finally ended up in what? The mountains that the Lord took. You see, it's annoying why people waste their time. The Lord had told you where to go to. You say no, you say one, then you say another of the angels. And, and you know, and then when he gave it to the, 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 the Amorite, the wife, the daughters gave it to the Amorite. So even God, because of Abraham, still secured the land for the Amorite, even though they were not correct. See, some people don't understand that. Some people you associate that your destiny or generation is secure, even if they are not correct. Amen to Jesus. Amen. All right. So God told them, for say it belongs to the Edomites and giving it to them. Why? Because of Abraham. Because of Isaac. Because of Abraham. Because of Isaac. I'm giving, I was given up something. I get what I'm saying. Now, for um, for the for for Ah, I'm giving it to Amorites. Why? Because of the same Abraham. Are you getting me? Now look at the trumpet about 2 verse 5 and it says, Meddle not with them. For I will not give you of their land. No! Not such most as a foot bread. That means even one foot I won't give you. Because I have given myself unto his software possession. Case close. Don't meddle with them. When God said that don't meddle, let's leave it for short word. Don't meddle means don't meddle. Don't meddle means don't meddle. Not the, don't they say, yeah, don't worry, we'll not pass your feet. We'll Some of the time when God gives us instruction, we try to, you know, try to. By God instruction and say we are not actually disobeying, but we are passionate because God said don't meddle, don't meddle means don't meddle. Don't meddle with it. He said, okay, we are not passing the fields, we are not passing the gardens, we will just only pass the king's road. King's road is not see their land. It's not see their land. Then we will pass the king's road and the people say, it's like you didn't hear what God was telling you, we will tell you what God was telling you. Don't meddle means don't what? Meddle. Says, it says what? For I've been to possession to Israel. And the Lord said unto me, Distress not the Moabite. Don't distress them. Neither contend with them in battle. Don't try it. For I will not give thee of their land for possession, because I've given her unto the children of Lord for possession. See? So God had told them lands that they did not get. Lands that they did get. My brother. You see, the reason why some of us are suffering because we are, we are trying to get what God did not say we get. God did not tell us we get that we are trying to get it. You will suffer for nothing. You will move in cycles. You will revolve and achieve nothing. God, did, God has told you this one is not your own. You want to get it. That's why it begins with directives. Lord, what will you want me to have? As Jabri will say, anything God, um, God does not want me to have, I don't need it. And that's my principle. Like, if God does not want to have it, I don't need it. What do I need it for? What do I need it for? Many of us have tried to carry things that are not ours. Are you getting me? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alright, so their choice to revolve around a place which was not theirs, as told them by God, coupled with the fact that the people did not want them to pass their land, was personally inflicted delay, personally inflicted mental, psychological, and physical torture. Are you know what I'm saying? It, it, now it became their choice. Are you know what I'm saying? Their choice because God had told them, You, you don't pass it, don't meddle. See, God's words, it means them. God does not mean someone. God did not even say, Don't pass it, don't meddle at all. For Amorites, He told them, You cannot possess their possession. You cannot possess. Them. Don't even go to them with battle. You get what I'm saying? So, in case maybe you can pass through, are you getting what I'm saying? But maybe when you are passing, don't think of I'll possess or I'll go to battle. You get what I'm saying? But for, for, 
end all matter. He said, don't even bend. Don't come close. Don't come close at all. So God has told you, don't come close. And you're trying to, see, trying to do that. You inflict yourself on personal disease. You inflict yourself mental, psychological, and physical torture. So imagine going around and you're complaining, whereas you're the one causing the reason for your mental torture, your psychological torture. Because their bodies were wearing out. They were getting tired. You are torturing yourself. Many of us have been torturing ourselves because we are doing one person we should not do. We are trying to possess what God says we should not possess. We are trying to take what God says we should not take. I, I remember um, uh, we, we purchased a land here. We were purchased the first land, and when we purchased the first land, oh, um, uh, they just said, okay, we're trying to raise the, uh, the, the, the footing, and we're trying to fill it up to get the church, you know, running at this with the canopy on top. And before I don't know, long after that, we heard that somebody came and pushed the fence down, and they said it was a neighbor, and they said they don't want the church around here. Okay, they gave us some money there. We went and we bought another land. We bought another land, we were just trying to prepare ourselves, you know, we are trying to do the documentation for the land. And before you know, somebody came and placed a footing on the land, massive footing. Ah. And we say, no, this matter, affliction shall not rise up. We say, but we must take this land. Somebody actually told to the same pastor, if you don't if you don't take back your land, I will leave church. And you see, he had already prophesied, and his prophecy manifested for me. But after staying with the Lord for a period of time, after going on the matter of my brother, we began to understand that this was not what the Lord wanted. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then we told them, all right, you built on the land, it's our land, but you are something. Are you getting what I'm saying? And they started paying the money. Are you getting me? But now, if, uh, if we are confused, saying, ah, it's not that though, I'm going to cut for it, I will fight for the land, it's my land. My brother, God says, no, you are fighting. Anything you see, take it like that. You will inflict torture yourself on session. Are you getting me? If I all the problem, I was saying, I must get the land back, I must get the land back, man, I was tortured for nothing. But when I finally decided that, when we finally, when we said, oh, I will get the land back, I was tortured, I was torturing myself, psychologically, mentally, physically, tortured, moving from district police station to regional police station to regional police station, torture. And then when we the Lord finally blessed us, that this land is your money that is important to you. Leave the land. You know what? When the Lord laid us in our spirit and began to pray, we will not mind this time. It's their pain us. Are you getting what I'm saying? How many of us are going through the same set cycles? Personally inflicted tears. Personally inflicted psychological, mental, and physical torture. Because we are trying to take what God did not give us. We are trying to, 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 to possess what is not ours. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then, it's coupled up with the fact that we are having resistance. I see, when God has not given you a land, the people will resist you with their own life. They will resist you with their blood. And you will not have the way forward. Now, why am I so sure that God has given me this land? Because they have resisted me, but I've had it before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In fact, the resistance was the best I ever did. Sidna, Essek, Rehoboth, and then Beersheba. When they closed Sidna, oh, he went to Essek. It was still the same location. You know what I'm saying? After Essek, what? He went to Rehoboth and he said, they, and he said that they strove not with them for this. We're talking about Isaac, and he said he called it to Rehoboth, for the Lord had made room back for me. Now, their resistance was in the same location. These three wells that he was on, on, on everything, that his father Abraham and dog, they were in the same locations, but they were having resistance. But finally, he finally got Rehoboth in the same world. Now, resistance does not actually mean that it's not your promised land. But when resistance prevents you from progress, then it is not your promised land. I get what I'm saying. Resistance is meant to be there. Resistance will actually make you change focus. Because when they resisted Isaac in Sidna and in Essek, in Sidna he went to Essek. From Essek, they resisted he went to Real and they did not strike with him again. 
Resistance will make you go forward. It will make you change focus and go forward. Are you getting what I'm saying? But if the resistance makes you stay in cycles, then I'm telling the truth, you are wasting your time. That is not the promise now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, this was what God, you see, because they were going through personal infected delays, mental, psychological, and physical tortures because of, you know, trying to stay in a place where God had no position, had not given to them. God ensured that he would stop them from giving themselves these personal delays and mental, physical, and emotional, you know, uh, and psychological torture. So this was what God stopped them from doing to themselves by telling them to what? To focus not on. So why did God tell them to turn northwards? Simple. He told them to turn northwards to stop them from inflicting themselves with delays, mental, physical, and psychological tortures. Why? Because of refusal and rejection and the quest to have what is not yes. Are you get what I'm saying? Now, so why will God tell you to go? He will tell you to go lower to stop you. Since it's so good, they are in a relationship, the guy does not like you. And you are crying and forcing yourself on My brother, you are in an cell. My sister, you are in a cell. <laughs> you are in a cell. And you keep deciding, you go for him. When you go for him, you wash his clothes. And he doesn't love you. You know, plain, plain, he doesn't love you. You are in a cell. You see him see cheating on you. You see him beat you. You see him do all manner of rubbish. And you, you see, he doesn't love you yet. You, you will bring your money you spend on him. You will give him, you, you cook food for him. You even buy clothes for him. You will have sex with you, everything. At the end of the day, we see beat you and see cheat on you. My sister, that is sad. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are, in a, you are in a job, you know that you are in a business, you, are doing a, you know that you are moving in a cycle. It's not going forward. My brother, oppositions are meant to make you go forward. Resistance is meant to make you go forward. If resistance is keeping you in a cycle, then you are in the wrong, are in the wrong location. That's the simple definition of everything. Are you know what I'm saying? And when you are experiencing cycles due to resistance it simply means that you are in a place that god has said is not yours simple 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 as abc i believe somebody is getting clarity here opposition is meant to make you go for the bible speaking in exodus chapter 11 verse 6 the more they afflicted them the more they multiply affliction is meant to multiply you when affliction is diminishing you then you are in the wrong location. <laughs> are we together? Are you getting blessed? When they afflicted us in this location, my brother, God changed focus. My brother, I'm reaching out. In one year, God has reached four nations. Ah, I like this affliction. <laughs> he said, ah, yes, it's sweet. He made me focus clearly. My focus is straight now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even the, the, now, you know, you know, it's not funny that we now have people come and peep it. The adults have been placed, they are placed, there's a person on the door to prevent the direct view. And that's somebody peeping into the small hole, trying to look in. At the point that the teaching was so powerful, the, well, was one the teaching was so powerful that somebody came in and asked pastor, said, I'm looking for somebody, a friend of mine. He couldn't help. You see that they hang around when we're preaching, they hang around, they're hanging around, they're hanging around, listening to the teaching. Crossover service this year, when I was preaching and teaching and preparing, suddenly the lights went and I helped with you. They were listening. They are hanging around listening. You know what? At the time it was like I was begging them to come in and they didn't want to come in. Now I'm doing my work. 
reaching out to the people, and that they are hanging around trying to create me. The, oppos the, the, the opposition moved me forward. I get what I'm saying. If opposition is not moving you forward, then you are in the wrong position. You are in a place that God has not given to you. It's more for you to understand. You see, it's my experience that is giving me this understanding. I get what I'm saying. That's why God allows us to have our different experiences so we can be able to help a lot of people. Some people, if they listen to the everyday preachers and quotes, let me use the word, they may not have direction in life. But as I put it, their life is going in a way that they say it is the burning bush. Listen to that teaching, please. Um, uh, with, uh, 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 what is that? I can't remember again. Backside of the burning bush. Backside of the burning bush. It's a powerful teaching. Some people are experiencing that and they don't understand. You see, this is a, a simple answer to you. Opposition makes you go for If it makes you go in cycles, it is not your vocation. It is not what you're doing. Whether it be in a relationship, whatever it is. And you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God, so God stopped them from inflicting themselves with delay, mental, psychological, and physical torture because of what? Refusal and rejection and the quest to have what is not what was not yet. That was what God was stopping them from. Are you getting it? That's what God was stopping them from. That's what God was stopping them from. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. That's what He stopped them from. And you know what? He's still going to keep stopping everyone of us from it. Some of the challenges we are going through much of all this year because God has been trying to stop us. Change focus! We are not changing. Turn not us! We are not turning. And this is where we lie. If, if, if I leave this relationship now, what's next? My brother, sister, who told you that it's the only man on it? Hey, my pastor, you don't understand, men are fewer now, women are more. Ah, they told you that God did not create your man. <laughs> that's a lie from the pit of hell. Oh, that's a lie. You know, the devil has always made up, have this fear of, the, of what's next. My brother, what's next is Jesus. So, hey, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm so excited, you know. At the point that I was always thinking, where will the next money come from? You know, God taught me where the next money come from, you know. Where will the next money come from? Where will the next money come from? We saw the next money keep coming. The next money keep coming. The next money. There, there were times that when I go, there was a post we used to put money towards that where so financially link that we used to put the whole money we had in the post. So when we remove money, every time I remove, I say, I'll, I'll post scriptures. I'll say the, the, uh, the, the, the bread shall not see, the judge shall be cruel until the Lord sends rain to the earth. The cruel of air shall not feel. You just shall be bread with or the Lord sends you to the earth. When I move it, I go And that's what God wants. He wants you to live by faith when you have to post scriptures every day. Not man, my account is fat. But no, most of the time when your account is fat, we so depend on the account that we don't know the Lord again. It's good for the account to be fat. But when God wants to even with the fat account, you are still putting on top of the account. So to make the account know that it's not you that is thinking of me, and the Lord, the Lord is not thinking of me. What's next? Jesus is next. Jesus is next. Say, Pastor, if I leave this um, this location, I don't know what is waiting for me ahead. My brother, Jesus is waiting for you ahead. Jesus is waiting for you ahead. But, but Pastor, if I leave this job now, I don't know what is waiting for me. And Jesus is waiting for you next. See, I will be with you. That's what he was saying. I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus is waiting for you next. So why should you be? Come on, why should you be influencing a cycle revolving around a location where rejection is making you experience delays? Rejection is making you experience cyclical movement. Rejection is making you experience backward movement. Why? Rejection is meant to make you move forward. Once rejection makes you cycle or makes you go backward, then you are in the wrong location. So we talked about location today and location. We said location does not necessarily mean physical location. Location here could mean a relationship. Mm. Location could mean a job. 
Location could mean a physical location. Location could mean um, 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 a career path. Location could mean whatever, just name it, whatever it is. Location could mean it. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's how this, this meeting is ending. We are dealing with the location issue. Are you getting me? Some of the time, God does not need you to change your physical location, but He needs you to change your mental location. <laughs> you know, when we're experiencing challenges in our physical location, this individual location, we are, they, 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 there was opposition, there was rejection, there was hatred from the location. You know what God was telling us? <laughs> God said, It's not time to leave location. He said, But you have to leave this location while you're still in location. So, you know what we did? We left this location while in the location in our mind. And what happened? We entered the nations of the earth. In one year, four nations reached out, even still in this location, to know the God. See, I tell you, my brother, some of the time you may not have to leave the location physically, but you may have to leave it mentally. And you get what I'm saying? My first ministry location, when we built a house, they troubled me, they tormented me, they troubled me. Before you know, to even stay in my house was a problem. Oh, when we built a church, trouble, trouble, to stay in the trouble, to stay in the house was a problem, to stay in the trouble, problem. So I had a location issue. Next ministry location, location issue. The third one, the one to be, I said, I said, you want to bring it in. You are mad, devil. You are mad. Satan, you are a fool. On this matter, it's me that we are praying. I became, I became, some of us have to get I said, where I'm coming from, eh, we are the ones that deal with devils. We will run the devil out of town. I get what I'm saying? We will run him. I said, devil, we are the ones who run. You don't run us out of town. We run you out of town. I want the devil so that man, this guy, this guy has caught something that I did not know he had before. When you in this one, this guy has caught fire. Man, my brother, I left you. <laughs> he left. I said, I will roll you out of town. You don't roll me out of town. I will, I want to, see, let me tell you, my brother, my son, you are the one to roll the devil out of town. In your marriage, say, the Bible says, to, to live in a house with a, with, with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, with a naggy woman. It's like living on the roof. It's better to live on the rooftop than to live in the house with a naggy woman. Is she not your wife? Run the devil out of her. Don't let her run you to the rooftop. What is your problem? Somebody told me, say, rooftop of nursery means you climb the roof of the house. It means you can just go into the toilet when she's not there. Eh? Man of the ass, they will drive you to the toilet. Your bedroom now becomes toilet. Ah, they drive you up. If some say, I just got angry and I enter the car. You have to enter the car. You start driving. You drive it and you get that. That's what the devil's plan was. To make her a widow. And to make you end your destiny before that. Run the devil out of your house. She's your wife. Run the devil out of your house. Ah, who are your knees now? Don't you have this? Why the devil? Is you, are you not going to pay us rent? Say, eh, eh, I was talking to a, 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 a man and this happens to be a minister because he said, My wife, making me angry seriously. I'm not eating her food. Eh? And you are the one. And he was working at a lawyer company, sweating his life out, producing, bringing money home. And yet, after sweating his life to bring money home, the wife, Buka, you know it, my brother, there's a problem somewhere. After you bring money home, I, I will eat the food. I will eat it. She can't keep me. But I say, when I eat it, finish, I see pray on top of my head. How can the devil run me out of your house? Change your mind better. Change your location better. The reason why the devil is still having a foothold in your house, in your location physically, is because he has had a foothold in your location mental. You, 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 it's time to change your mental. So some of us, it's time to change mental location. Say, ah, I have to divorce this man. Go to, ah, you have to divorce him. Your problem is that you have been in a wrong physical location and in a wrong mental location. Actually, your physical location is not wrong because it's your house. But the mental location is wrong. Change mental location, you see that everything will change. 
Are you going to say? So God wanted to stop them from inflicting personal delays, personal, mental, psychological, and physical touch on them. Let me tell you, some of us, what we are going through is personally inflicted. I'm telling you, oh God. Then God will never inflict us with evil. Are you going to say? The only person that can beat us with evil is the devil. Some of us know the devil that is inflicting us. In the church of Israel, was the devil that was doing them? Some of us is personally inflicted tortures by giving ourselves. Focus. Change. Change focus. Change your mental location. If it requires change your physical location, change. But above all my brothers, some of us have to change spiritual location this year since ending. Some of us, the way we have been handling things spiritual is what is disturbing us. I get what I'm saying. Some of us have to start going out to exercising and have to start exercising our authority in Christ. I get what I'm saying. Hey, when you just know that this matter, if you want to, if you want shout, I will shout on you. I, I, I will shout. After you first location, you worry me. Second location, you worry me. Third location, you are coming. That means it's the same demon that they give me in that pool. Are you, are you, I said, no, on this matter, I will be the one to worry you. When the devil knew that this guy has understood the game plan, what did he do? He had to answer. <laughs> you see, the devil knows that you don't understand the game plan. That's why I see messing up with your mind. Messing up with you spiritually. Are you getting what I'm saying? He knows you don't understand the game plan. So he's messing up with you. Change your location mentally. Change the way you think about things. Repent. Repent means to change your mind. Change your mind the way you have been thinking about matters. Because they don't like you. Uh, in the first location, I said, because I'm not uh, from that from that state, I'm a different state. Okay. The second location, I said, because I'm, they say they need foreigners. I'm not a, I'm not a, 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 a Nigerian, they hate foreigners. Okay. Then the third location, now, they told me plain, plain, they don't like foreigners. I said, you are, you are crazy. You are crazy. So the same demon. <laughs> He said, the one I tried to change, you are mad, Satan. You are great. Leave that matter. I will chase you out. Today, they are peeping into our church window, into our church door. They are outside and listen. Sometimes when I come outside to do my anointing before we start, saying, I see them looking up, looking up. They are what these people? They are looking. I chase the devil out. And I say, if you know Satan and listen to me, you listen to me by the airways. And I don't even care about this, this limited location. Okay, yeah, let's go to the name, just nation of men. And in one year, four nations. Staying in the same location where the one said that they will not let me pass. Are you know what I'm saying? What? Because God said it's my location. And what the devil does or does does not matter. My brother, the God said that is your wife. Yes, what the devil does. The God said that is your husband. Yes, then what the devil does not matter. Change your mental. The way you have been thinking about that is a problem. The way you have been thinking about it is a problem. Your wife is not a witch, she will not keep you. Stop thinking that she's a witch that you have done in your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your husband is not a wizard, he will not keep you. Stop thinking that he's a wizard. Your, your wife is not perfect, stop looking for a perfect woman. Your husband is not perfect, stop looking for a perfect man. That's your problem. Change your mental location. You will change everything. You will change everything, just automatically what? Change. For some of you, change your spiritual location. Change your spiritual focus. Change the location. You have been turning east spiritually and you have been maintaining the same pattern. Are you getting what I'm saying? My brother, turn west now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, you have been turning south for the past 10 years spiritually and you maintaining the same pattern. My brother, turn west. See, what God has done for us in ministry this one year, eh? Is a, I was telling Pastor, I said it's a build up of 12 years. If I was still doing ministry the way I was doing ministry, 
on my first occasion, on my second occasion, I'm telling you that I've not been called, I've not been able to achieve this in one year. And I'm excited for what God is going to do next year. Yes. Change location. God said, these people are giving themselves spirit, mental, psychological, physical, emotional torture. Hey! Focus not one. In this house, you are moving around, you are torturing yourself. My brother, this house you have been moving, you have been torturing yourself. My sister has been torturing yourself. Focus not world. Change location. Change location. Now, where is the not world focus for the saints? For us, change of vision was not what God said focus so you can start. I have changed the direction you are I told you this direction will not work. This shortcut you are trying to not work. <laughs> and you start following not. You don't like long journey, follow it. <laughs> I don't know how to get to here, but God says you don't like long journey, you don't long journey. For us, what is our own not words? What is our own not words? The not words is wherever and whatever God directs you to do that will prevent you from self-inflicted delays and self-inflicted mental, psychological, and physical torture. I get what I'm saying. The northward is wherever and whatever God directs you to do that will prevent you from self-inflicted delays and self-inflicted mental, psychological, and physical tortures. Why? Because these self-inflicted delays, self-inflicted tortures come as a result of the refusal and the rejection of others and also the quest to have what is yours. Are we together? Yeah. So, let's tell this is this throughout this teaching, we are hearing directed, directed, that my brother, this is the time to go and hear God. My son, this is the time to hear God. Lord, what are you saying? Where? What? This is not the time to say to God, I was thinking, no, it's not, this is not the time to think, think now. It's time to say God, where? You have been thinking, many of the plans in man's are good, have your plenty plans. But now it's time to say, God, I have made my plans, but not where, not. I can't continue this torture. I, I'm not tired of the torture. I'm not tired of the cyclical movement. I'm not tired of the revolving around sin. I'm not tired of going around south and yet nothing is progressing. Not where, not. Once the Lord gives you, it ends yourself with it. Because I tell you, this kind of things most of us are going to do is not because the people are going to do I'm not talking to lazy people. I understand what I'm saying. I'm not talking to lazy Christians. I'm not talking to. I'm not talking to. 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 Um, to. Uh, 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 Christians. I'm not talking about. talking to Christians that they have been praying, they have been fasting, they have been thinking, they have been walking, they have been serving the Lord. Yet! They know that they are going around saying, those are what I'm talking to. It's time to ask God, what and where is not what? Yeah, not what could be a long job. What I mean long job is not nothing like you don't like it. Some of the times, I know what I'm saying. You may, not, you may not like it. Let me say what you mean. Some of you may like it, but you may not like it. On that plan, it will get you to your destination. It will at least stop your cyclical movement. Why I was crying that they were not coming, my brother, my sister. Thank God for Pastor. She doesn't waste time to cry. She doesn't have time. She doesn't waste time to waste time. She doesn't waste time to waste time. She doesn't waste time to. Oh yeah. 
When these people say they don't want to come, we go, yeah, let's do for the next week to start doing ministry. Let's do for the next week, oh yeah. Sharp, sharp, the Lord began to lead. Oh yeah, before you know, a line, a line uh, radio came up. Well, before you know, and look at us today. We are so fulfilled doing this work that we have worked so hard and we are still knowing that there's still so much work to do. We have books that are not compiled. We have some other aspects of the ministry that we have not even touched. And some people say, uh, it's only the man, his wife, and the children. How are they doing this work? Like that? So I always say that when people see the, somebody sent me, he, he, he came from the, uh, my former mission field, and he started searching for me, and he got, he got me. And he said, when I checked your Facebook page, I saw what the Holy Spirit did. He said, the work on the Facebook page is what only the Holy Spirit can do. Just say there, my brother, you can be, you can be fed for three years. Even two years. You'll be fed, you'll be fed. Facebook, Instagram, you'll be fed. You'll be fed. You are overfeed yourself. And so, and I, I always say by saying, most of the time when they see the work we are doing or feeling, they think that we have a one thousand man We're not doing that, only two people that got the shoes. Yeah. How can this happen? Turn not to When you turn not what you'll be, one man will be equal to 10,000 men. Mm. But when you stay in the cell, and circle the mountain. 10,000 men will be less than one man. <laughs> this is how I end this meeting today. Turn not what? Lord, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? Sweet Holy Spirit, where are you saying? I am tired of self-inflicted delays. Self-inflicted mental, psychological, emotional, and physical tortures. Holy Spirit, direct me on what I have to do so I can stop all this nonsense. If are you the first person they rejected my brother, they have rejected all of us. Who, they are still rejecting some of us. Uh, no matter how big you are, they will still reject you. Everybody cannot like you. Uh, I get what I'm saying. Some people will hate you for no reason. They are what you call unreasonable men. Paul prayed that he said, Lord, deliver me from unreasonable men. There are people that we hate you for, no, they will not just like you. They just see and they hate you. I remember once as a, uh, when I was teaching teenagers, there was a lady after the meeting, one day she told me, I was teaching the first, the first day I saw it, I just hated me. I said, I knew you hated me. I saw it, I knew, I knew, I saw it. My, I, my Holy Spirit made me, I knew you hated me. But I kept up with you, what's my business? You hate me, does it remove food from my table? <laughs> does it remove, does it remove to me anyway? So there are people, you will see hatred, you see opposition in life, you will see resistance, you will see rejection. It's part of but it's meant to prepare you for it. If it is making you stay in cycles, you are surrounding yourself. Lord, what are you saying? It's not everything that will be your own. God told you there, say, say it's not your own. Ah, it's not your own. The whole earth is not for you. You have your own portion. The profit of the earth is for all. It's not for some. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. So why do you want to have everything? Greedy leaders who want to have everything, they end up becoming useless leaders. So, not everything will be yours. So, when something is not yours, why do you have to kill yourself about it? Lord, what is my own? It's simple as that. What is my own? Show me my own. I'm comfortable with my own. I'm happy with my own. And my own will like me the way I am. You see, the good thing about it is that your own, your own will like you the way you are. Your own will love you the way you are. 
People have so many things to say about me. He's a proud man. He's a this. He's a that. He's a that. He this. He that. But the good thing is that at least I have one person that loves me. My wife loves me. I have other two people that love me. My children love me. I get what I'm saying. As bad as I am, they love me. And I thank God. If, as God has given me three people that love me, they were amen. I'm thankful to God. I've not seen Telugu people that they ask me. I'm saying, maybe my wife wishes. Let me tell you, woman, they say, they will defend her. So what's your problem? Because everybody loves you. But everything you own, but your own has your name on it. And nobody can take your own from you. Yes. Yeah, so what's the problem? When people leave me, I say, it's their pastor said, it's not your own, they have left you. You were to get it for them, they are gone. These ones are not meant to be your sheep. Yeah, they are gone. Your sheep, they have your name on it. When the time comes, they will come. Jesus said, my sheep, not my voice. That means not all sheep in my sheep. Say those of this house that are outside, the Lord will bring them in. So not everything is meant to be yours. So don't cry, don't fight for what is not yours. When you see that you're experiencing rejection, refusal, and trying to take what is not yours, Lord, what are you saying? Lord, where are you saying? Because any attempt to try to take what is not yours will end you in delays, fertility, torture. You torture yourself. You torture yourself. And any attempt to try to make people accept who are originally rejected, you are talking about experience. You will torture yourself. I remember trying to preach to appease the people that were coming. I was preaching, I was standing and preach on Sunday. I would jump, I would shout, I would jump, I would shout. When I finish, I would be like somebody that they use two by two beats. Two by two. I'll be so tired. Only Sunday preaching. Why am I so tired after Sunday preaching? I'm so tired. Then I'll sit down and do counseling and cancel my cancel myself because it will bring stupid problems. At the end of the thing that I prepared, you just thought that the two people were trying to fool you as a pastor. Ah! And when the, when the Lord finally made me understand that, see, you are trying to be accepted and it's the wrong way. As I came to it, I said, This is the Bible. <laughs> I point to the screen. This is what the Bible says, and this is how it is. My brother, we're not ready to excite you the Bible again. The Bible is. It is, the Bible says, I, I found a word that I didn't eat it. <laughs> and I told you, rejects it to my soul. John said, and I took the school and I ate it. In my mouth, it was sweet. In my throat, there was some people eating sweet in their mouth and their throat is bitter. For some people, when they eat it, it's a joy. So any, any part you choose is your part. To, I can only show you the word of God and go. They didn't like me like that. They left. My brother, I'm not enjoying my life. That's why I can preach this long. That's why I can, we can have 174 episodes in a year. Do you know, do you know one that one that's a wife was means 174 messages? Not for 30 minutes. Not for 30 minutes. One hour. One hour plus. 50 something minutes. Standing, sitting. If I had still wanted them to accept me, I discovered that I was not preaching my best. I was not teaching my best. But now I'm doing my I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying my life. I'm doing, that's why I've seen me talking. And I want to close now. You know, it's last day, so it takes a little time. Yeah. As I'm enjoying my life. And on Sunday, too, I'll be preaching again. I hear what I'm saying? Or I'm preparing for next year again. Or I'm going to be preaching next year just like that. But I didn't want to, to allow their rejection to determine my brother. Stop looking for people who accept you. Jesus is one of them. Jesus is born. And I believe this words have touched us, has, has, has ministered to somebody today. And somebody wants to pray today. 
we are tired of that sound of you want the government to It's time you want to say, Lord, directives. Lord, what are you saying? Wherever, whatever you are directing me to do, I'm ready. If you're that person there, we're going to pray. But before we pray, we want to pray this prayer for everyone who has only Jesus and other Christians. You know me that this one is the first decision and the best decision you can ever make. So please, I encourage you to do that. Please, you want to do that, just say this prayer to me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Know that I'm a sinner. Know that over 2,000 years ago, you died on Calvary Street. For me, you resurrected for me. And you share the blood with me Jesus, today, I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. I surrender my life to you. Because you chose me, I choose to serve and fill the days of life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for everyone who has made this decision. Thank you for receiving them, Lord. Thank you for granting them the grace to serve and fill the days of life. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now we're going to pray one prayer, simple prayer. Dear Abba Father, Dear Abba Father, direct me not to Direct me not to See, we are going to steal this prayer for a while. Because throughout this meeting, this is the most important prayer. Stay on it for a while. Dear Abba Father, direct me not to Open your mouth and pray. Dear Father, direct me not word. Dear Father, direct me not word. In ministry, in my personal life, in my family, in every area of my life, direct me not word. In my marriage, in my family, every area, in my destiny, in my ministry, direct me not word. Direct my ministry not 
Lord, we come to you. Yes, Lord. What a way to end this conference. Thank you, Jesus. You've taken us through in dimensions, in operations, in dynamics, and you've completed us with this service. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we ask you, direct us to it. In every area of our lives, every responsibility we carry, every aspect of life, direct us to it. That the coming here, it shall be visible that you are directing us. Amen. And it shall be visible that every direction we will be, we shall see results. Amen. The results will be enough proofs that you are directing us. You don't need to tell anybody again. Just the same way the result of this year is enough proof that you directed us. Amen. So shall it be in the coming year Amen. and beyond. We never want to take any step without your directing. Direct us. And then, then praise God for the Lord. We thank God for the success of Go Forward Conference 2021. Oh, it's so wonderful to see the end of the conference. We trust God for 2022 to be 
more glorious. Amen to Jesus. The day for doing the do will be communicated across to you in the coming weeks. Praise God forevermore. And by the grace of God, we'll be communicated across to you our itinerary, our programs for next year by the help of the so that you can prepare and get uh, um, get to attend them um, online. Amen to Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Once again, thank you for all your time. God bless you. Grace to you. See you in 2022.